All right, episode 126 of the Hot Grits Podcast. Travis Chadon in studio with Spencer Maddox. We are going to get going here shortly, but first, talk a little coach's corner. That's right, Trav. Football right around the corner. The perfect place to watch all the games, to feed your belly, to get some cold brews is at Coach's Corner. Go visit them at 3016 East Victory Drive. Uh, check out on the interwebs at mm. coach.net. Go ahead and call your order today at 912-352-2933. They got a billion TVs over there, Trev. A billion TVs. They got a whole Coach's Corner Sports Network that's rubbing and grubbing with Brandon Bain on Wednesday nights, the NASCAR show. Carl Damasi and Kyle Lawson, who is on First Base Baseball Podcast. And then Carl, every Saturday morning, live from Coach's Corner on the Facebook page and archived on the YouTube page. All right, here we go. Let's get after it for our 126th time Hot Grits Podcast. I mean, I've always kind of believed in aliens. I don't know if I believe in flying saucers. You might as well just walk up to Cupid while he's on his lunch break, you know, crank the heat or something. Yeah. Him right in the face. Punch a little baby right in. We'll see that. We're almost uh, three minutes into our sports podcast and yet to bring up not one sport. Roll out. Come on, You over there. You over there. All right, welcome back. Episode 126. Spencer, we're coming back to this episode after a lot last week. Uh, a notable fuck up at the end of the episode 125, where we just completely forgot how to close the show in general. Then we went out to Tybee Monday night and went on from behind the bar cast with Paxson and Clint. So much fun, dude. We got after it. Yeah, we recorded we for, I think, Four and a half hours? Yeah, there was so much on Monday. There was so much time that we spent behind the mic. It was crazy. Like, yeah, we did like a month's worth of recording in just one day. Grindish. Yeah, is yeah, what we yeah. are. And uh, like notably, go, go listen to that episode. Uh, we were doing some drinking on air, which was fun. Yeah, uh, we don't we don't often do that. And dude, it was so hard. There was like a serious portion of that pod. First off, go listen to that podcast because those guys are great. And on YouTube and, too, like because yeah. we don't do video, and yeah. so that was a different component to like yeah, watch yeah. ourselves. Like I could see myself when, when you're talking, I could see myself preparing the rebuttal. Yeah, <laughs> and then I could see you doing the same thing. And <laughs> it was fun, dude. Yeah, it was. It was, it was a lot of fun, and uh, like I, there could not be a worse. Uh, like cocktail of things going on. Like you were trying to be super serious in one portion and like me when I've been drinking cannot take anything seriously, obviously. That's why you had to be there. I know. So I'm just like thinking of when I'm going to slide my like joke in (laughs) the whole time. Yeah. Like there was like five minutes where I'm just like waiting and I know I already know what I'm going to say and I'm waiting for the perfect moment. And then I slide in a period joke. You know what I mean? That's what I went with. Right. Which was like, B grade stuff for me, you know what I mean. But I had had a few beers in me, correct? So like, uh, you know, it was funny as hell. Those well, guys and hard awesome. liquor, like, yeah, the, <laughs> you drink a lot. And then you said earlier in this episode, you said, which we don't do very often, drinking on. And I was like, dude, you do that all the time. <laughs> but I only have like one or two when we're here, right? I don't, I don't, uh, and I'm, I'm, guys, I'm not, I don't have an alcohol problem. I'm not drinking today. He's got both early. hands up. Okay. But uh, that that day, dude, was uh, that was fun. We were like ripping shots, you know. That was fun. <laughs> I don't often get like I was like I I wasn't drunk, but I was definitely tipsy, and that was fun. Um, and notably, 
We did a Patreon episode. That's not up yet, but there that that'll be coming out shortly. Um, yep. I then pitched you the you the idea again because I've definitely pitched this before that we should do Patreon. I think we've got something like that coming down the pipeline. You want to talk about this real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, want yeah. give give the listeners a little peek? Yeah, I think we're my right, Patreon was, is essentially content behind a paywall. Yeah, where so it'll be a dollar, two dollars. Yeah, whatever. you get to decide as the creator us. We get to decide like levels of the Patreon, I guess. If we even wanted to do levels, like $1, $3, yeah. $5, $10 per month. And then we put content behind that paywall. I like understand why you want to do it, and I want to do it too. But the only thing is is that I don't want to like... I, then I would think that the listener would deserve something more if they paid to listen to that content. And that would well, yeah. freak me out every time. Yeah, I get that. Like I don't want to uh, make... The, them pay the rebuttal to that is that we jam so much content in um and we give that away for free essentially you know what i mean a lot of times people yeah. skip the ad we hope people don't skip the ads we hope you listen to john Carr. we hope you call coach's corner but a lot of times it's just natural people are like screw this they're so inundated pop, by pop, ads pop. Oh, yeah, yeah yeah um so we want to give first off give our listeners a chance to support us if they want to maybe we have three people sign up maybe we have 200 sign up you know what i mean but yeah. My thinking is as we scale up, uh, we've been blessed with advertisers, John Carr, uh, Coach's Corner, a, a few bunch, of them. A bunch, yeah. Yeah, a few of them throughout the years that uh, – Prep Sports Report. You prep Sports Report notably that don't like push us to say anything or get in the way of content. And my fear is as we grow that we will have – we'll run into that issue. You know what I mean? That we might not feel like we can say something right. because we – so I w- I'd like to as we scale up, I'd like to get away from that model more and more. Obviously, still have the ad content. Obviously, still have our main free stuff, um, but then have some behind a paywall where we can say whatever the hell we want. You know what I mean? Which we can now, but I want I want to always have that freedom. Yeah, and that's that's really where I'm coming from. It's not a it's not a greedy thing. I just want to always be able to say whatever the fuck and I then, want. And then what we were what would we do though? Like. We're recording on Monday, August 1st today. We record on Mondays. I think that's the plan for football season, right? Yeah. We're going to still do that? Yeah. So we'll basically have all of Saturday college football reaction, all of Sunday NFL reaction. And then, like, last year we tried to do during Monday Night Football. Yeah. But I don't really think that we need to worry about that. No, we're we're not like a live stream show. We'll just do late Monday afternoons for Tuesday mornings. Yeah. Um, Okay, so then when would we record Patreon? My my thought would that we would just record it directly after, and it would be mostly comedy – um, maybe we, maybe we talk about some stuff that we're going to talk about in the upcoming episode. You know what I mean? Like just a window into our process, maybe stuff like that. Like, uh, I, I have to imagine that a lot of it would be centered on just us messing around and like having fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. And try and give people content that is good. We could do interviews that too. We could do like interviews, uh, because during football season, we won't, we don't really have to do interviews. For content, because there's plenty of stuff to react to. Right. And we'll get off of this, but... I mean, all right. Well... Coming soon. We'll say you that. You want to just... Okay. Possibly, yeah. I'm down to start doing that September yeah. 1. That'll be fun. And then we can, you know... When the NFL As starts. it evolves, we'll, you know, we'll give away a little bit more of that, and uh, we'll let you guys know. Duh. Duh. Uh, this weekend in Savannah, Kevin Gates... Uh, I had a friend, Houston, who's a big, big Kevin Gates fan, and he went... And then posted about it and said it was brutal. Said it was Kevin Gates stayed for like 20 minutes. It started with like a weird, or not a weird, I guess, just a prayer. A prayer. 
like he led the entire audience in a prayer. Um, Very strange. Yeah, but the whole thing about him coming on stage for 20 minutes, people are posting all over the place about it now because he has a show in Charleston coming up. Yeah. And I guess people are saying, like warning him, like, juvenile was fire. Kevin Gates stayed for less than half an hour. You were downtown Saturday night working. Yeah. Did people come in, like, reacting to well, it? Well, uh, we we just heard in, like, uh, some door guy thread. It's it's a door guy thread, I, I guess. That sounds and, sick. Yeah, and uh, we heard that people were super pissed that Kevin Gates went on stage for 25 minutes and basically was like, all right, later, Savannah. Y'all were real. And uh, everyone was mad as hell. They paid, like, $200 to go in here and play for 25 minutes. You got to you know think I mean? a lot of the audience was – and he played at in-market arena Saturday yeah. night. You got to think that a lot of the audience is think, thinking he's coming back on, right? Yeah. Like he's yeah, fucking yeah. with us? Yeah, I guess so. And then he but, just never comes back? Dude, it was uh, a, like so good. I didn't notice anyone in my bar that I I like knew. It was all out-of-towners. Everybody's from Atlanta. And there was definitely like a different vibe about Saturday night, bro. I uh, And how you, could you tell they weren't coming from the Savannah Bananas game? Um, The accent. Oh, like, the accent is what yeah, gave it yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. There's just there's, really good answer. There's like a really good answer. Dude, there's well, there's an Atlanta accent, dude. Uh, you can just tell. And they all came as the concert gets out. Like it's not a you know, people I don't have to put on my monocle to figure this one out, bro. Like it's just obvious what happened. People you know what from I mean? the A, they say Atlanta with the second T. Atlanta. Yeah. People from Savannah, it's just like it ends in N N A H Atlanta. Yeah. Like that's just how you yeah, pronounce yeah. it. Well, it's just Savannah's got a very distinct accent. Uh, yeah, it's just this is what it What's is. What's the song? I got Prods in Atlanta. What is it? It's designer. Is that how it goes? Panda. 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 Oh yeah, Panda. Panda. Yeah. Panda. Uh, so Kevin Gates sucked Saturday night in Savannah. Um, let's see what else. Do you want to do a celebrity death of the week? Bill Russell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bill Russell. A goat, dude. A lot of people's goat. Like our. Parents' generation. Now, see, I, I was wondering if you were going to, and I know the answer to this. Of course you will do this. You're going to now pretend like you didn't shit all over Bill Russell every time we discuss Steph Curry's legacy, when we try to rank players. Yeah. You always, you're like, we can't include guys like Bill Russell. Yeah. I, but no, now, I he's, said, now you're like saying he's like every, like a lot of people's goats. He is our parents' generation's goat. What I'm saying is that you got to do it by two distinct eras. And I, for one, immediately, hey, I put Bill Russell over Wilt Chamberlain, which a lot of people don't do. Okay? So don't say I'm shitting on Bill Russell. Because you look at the numbers and, and just side by side, it looks like Wilt Chamberlain just crushes this dude. Until then, you see the 11 until, titles. Until you yeah. see the 11 titles, yeah. He can't even open and, a door handle. Like a yeah. doorknob, he's just got too many rings. Yeah. And uh, it, if you ask people from that generation, like, they almost all say that Bill Russell was better than Wilt Chamberlain. Okay, um, now so is he better Is he better than Steph? See, my problem with comparing guys like that Why? is Bill Russell played in a league where I think there was like 10, at a maximum there was like 12 teams at one point. You know what I mean? So... There's a competition issue, obviously, right off the rip. It's not the same game, literally not the same game. Of course, it's not. That's so, not what we're. That's not the debate, though. It's, it's so I have a hard time comparing guys like Bill it's Russell. It's a difficult and Steph. question. Yeah, I have a hard time comparing them, so I tend to put them on a list of their own. Well, that's an you know easy I mean? out. And what I, I'm of course you, it is. What but I'm it's telling like you is that Bill Russell, game. the Bill Russell has to be better than Steph in the in the all time rankings. Yeah, yeah like, sure. That shouldn't be. A, you shouldn't have to distinguish. Yeah, but all right, is he better than Shaq? Is he better than... No, see, that's what I'm saying. All right. Like, when you get to that level, 
I will put Shaq above. Steph's got four rings now. Yeah, so, like, what are we doing? Because he he would have to do it for five more years. Like, He's got four rings. Yeah, but he, but Russell has eleven. People talk about people people talk about Shaq being the most dominant player of all time. So you're not convinced that Bill Russell is better than Steph? I'm not. What I'm saying is you have to separate the two because you just said that's too easy. You though. just said that Shaq is better than Bill Russell. Yes. You can make a very convincing argument that Steph is better than Shaq. You can make a very easy, uh, convincing. You won't hear that. No, I'll hear it. I didn't mean to say that. I wouldn't go for that. Yeah, I mean, but you can make that argument pretty easily that he's better. Like he he had the same dominant run to Steph in 2015, 2016, the best season I've ever seen. But you're saying, bar none. Are you saying that like if Steph retired tomorrow, you would still make the argument, or that Steph undeniably will pass Shaq, or you're saying that you could make the argument he already has. I c- I'm saying you can make the argument that he's past Shaq, yeah. Already, if he yeah. retires tomorrow. Same number of rings. Shaq Yeesh. has four. Yeah, okay. Unanimous Fair. MVP. Fair. Two-time MVP. Finals MVP. Fair. Well, okay. they're my rankings, so I can do what I want yeah, with them. Yeah, you can. I'm just saying. I got Shaq above Bill Russell, but Shaq above Steph. That's fine. Bill Russell, top. They're all in the same. Top all, eight. All I'm saying is Shaq and Steph, roughly the same. And if you have Bill Russell, if you have Shaq over Bill Russell, then they're all three roughly the same. Even though he's got 11 titles, I know he's a beast. He's a goat. All I'm saying is this is why I like to separate these guys because it's hard to give them their respect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? While also ranking them properly. It's tough. Because, I mean. It is difficult. But that's what really we do out here on this podcast. Yeah. We discuss difficult things. Yeah. Tough things. But nothing but respect for Bill Russell. He's a goat. He is. Um how long until Adam Silver and the league retire Bill Russell's number league-wide, number six? I mean, Like that's, two weeks, dude. Right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll it's happen. Like right around the corner. Quickly. Yeah. Um, and then prepare yourselves for after. Well, well I actually, I don't know if they'll reti- retire. You don't think they will? Yeah, league-wide. I don't know. Is don't there know. a number that's retired league-wide? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. If you do There's that, not. if you do that, bro. It's, that's a slippery slope, actually. Because, like, like start... 42 in baseball is the, probably the most famous one, right? Yeah. Jackie? Like, are you putting Bill Russell alongside in terms of, like, what his importance yeah, to Yeah, it's, it's tough, tough, dude. It's tough, man. And Bill Russell did a shit ton off the court. He but did, but there's some very Jackie obvious... Jackie Robinson's a different... Yeah, there's some very obvious, like, social ramifications to Jackie but, Robinson's career, you know right. what I mean? So, like, it was but bigger NBA, than baseball. But the NBA, it just seems like the kind of thing they would do f- just for the 48 hours of great press. Because who's going to come out against it? Yeah. Anybody? J.J. Redick, maybe. No, J.J. Redick would be notably for it. J.J. Redick would probably think that Bill Russell played against a bunch of painters. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. You he would I mean? say some stuff like that. Bill Russell, top 50. Eh. Maybe. Top 50 all time for J.J. Redick. <laughs> Man, you just flip J.J. Redick's. Because you know Ricochet he's going to... Yeah, you know he's going to be like so pro Bill Russell. But when then he, he hears just this, came he's going to be so pissed. He just came out and said all that shit about Jerry West. So that's tough, bro. Yeah. That's tough. He didn't He didn't look too far ahead. Dude, and after watching Winning, th- winning Time, I would never say anything to or about Jerry West. Yeah. If Jerry West asks about Hawkgrid's opinion of him, it's great. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah. Because he seems like a psycho. <laughs> um. All right. No more hoop talk, huh? Yeah. R.I.P. Bill Russell, Celebrity Death of the Week. Damn, I'm ready for some basketball, bro. Just some more basketball news. I know you are. Nobody fiending, else is ready dude. for it. They're so glad that fiending. football football is coming, Spencer. I'm excited about football, too. Don't get me wrong, but 
that's why I love the beginning of football season because then we start getting some more basketball stuff. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, no. That's not why people love the beginning of football season. That's why they love it, yeah. Because the NBA hoops rumors heat yeah, up? Yeah, Is that yeah. why? Yeah. <laughs> no, dude. God. You live in your own little world. Yeah, man. I'm so envy. I, I, sometimes I would just like to see what's going on in that head of yours. Just have a poke around. Well, it's just like while you're watching the Braves, I've got I've got the Hawks Summer League. None of these guys are going to be on the roster. You know what I mean? I'm watching, and they're not even going to make the Summer League playoffs. But I was watching the Hawks Summer League, just like seeing, right. seeing what's going on behind closed doors. You know what and, I mean? And you've done it like, too because you made me think of a Hawks question to ask you. Okay. You have any takes for your guy Chris Kirshner leaving the Athletic after his oh <laughs> baby vacation. dude oh baby dude this guy gets nothing but respect from every journalist dude Jeff Schultz just loves him he just loves him dude Jeff Schultz like an awesome know. writer I don't know it seems like he does Jeff Schultz is an awesome Schultz's writer Schultz's bit though dude like, maybe because he he takes off on vacation Kirshner does like, Kirshner just, just fucking dips like every fucking month dude we. Every other, like the the Celtics writer, wrote six times this month. Kirshner dropped one article, bro. And it's just like all this stuff's happening. We got a DeJounte Murray trade. You know what I mean? There's, they're in the – dude, they're getting rumored for getting in the mix for Kevin Durant, and we get nothing. Bro. Kirshner's got nothing. his legs up on a beach somewhere, getting, yeah. ready, getting ready to head off to the Yankees beat. And before you think that what I was just a bizarre time now. to move to the Yankees beat right before the trade <laughs> He's a front runner, dude. Should we edit that part out where he's you a, cough? Yeah, no, 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 no. Leave it. He's a front runner, man. He's I'll just, edit it out. He's uh he's a front runner, bro. And uh Trey bodied him notably uh like last year where he's like, I ain't paying for that article, you God, Oh yeah, I, it's the same. We talked yeah, about that on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Man, I just I uh I hope Kershner does well. Have they hired a replacement? I don't really like him. Yeah. I don't I don't like him. I thought he wrote really well when he did write, but he never wrote. Yeah, when he got around to no, it. No, they haven't hired a replacement. Dude, I'm just paying for the athletic for no fucking reason right now. Don't say that. Yeah. What about Brad Roland? That would be sick. Brad needs to be the athletic beat writer. The hey, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I'm gonna clip this and uh we'll send it to him. Yeah. This will be perfect. Yeah, we'll yeah. pander to Brad to come on the podcast. And, and I'm talk. pretty sure I'm pretty sure Brad's friends with Chris too, so he might he might not want to be associated with me just bodying this dude, but Dude. Yeah, he's a repeat guest actually, Brad Roland. Yeah, he is. Uh, one of one of our very few like repeat guests. We've only we've only had a handful of people true. on twice. It's yeah. basically Brad Roland, Uncle Carter, Uncle Carter, mayor. of course, Mayor Van Johnson, duh. Yeah, uh, Palumbi, Nick Palumbo, Nikki P, <laughs> baby. Nice. You guys still do nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll get you guys right back to the episode. First, let me tell you guys about John Carr Real Estate. John Carr is the number one real estate agent in Savannah, and he's been our segment sponsor for a while now. We support him. You guys should too. 912-228-0916. If you want to buy real estate in the Savannah area, if you want to sell it, or just learn more about the market, Johnny is your guy. Give him a call, 912-228-0916. 0916. Tell him the Hot Grits podcast sent you and he will hook it up. 912-228-0916. John Carr Real Estate on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The Prep Sports Report has been delivering local sports news one way or another for 20 plus years. Where can you find stories and information about the most outstanding student athletes in the Savannah area? 
PrepSportsReport.com. That's where. Led by our guy Carl Demasi and former area sports reporter Stephen Weeks, the Prep Sports Report is a reimagined website that wants to celebrate young men and women who are setting the high school sports standard in Savannah and surrounding areas. Go check out PrepSportsReport.com today. Go like Prep Sports Report on Facebook and follow them on Twitter at PrepSAV. PrepSportsReport.com, your number one source for local Savannah high school sports news. Um, uh, let's talk a little football quickly. Deshaun Watson, my guy, suspended six games. Let me, let me go back here. Deshaun Watson, and then I said my guy referring to you, not Deshaun Watson, my guy. Deshaun Watson's not your guy? No. He's y'all, suspended. Y'all, I think y'all would kick it, dude. Y'all would get, y'all would get along well. Go get a massage, dude. Little boys day. No. I'd Little rather, boys day down at the salon, or, no. you know, the parlor. I'd hang out with Bob Kraft, the Patriots owner, because yeah. he knows how to do it and get away with it. Not not 25 times. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Deshaun Watson is accused 25 different plaintiffs, I think. And he gets suspended for six games, which is tough for Calvin Ridley, who had a parlay bet, I believe, out on eight games or higher for Deshaun Watson. Calvin Ridley, Spencer, is the immediate comparison that everyone goes to. Yeah. And, like, can we... We should just say one thing that is that Deshaun Watson, like, it looks terrible. It seems like he's guilty, but he hasn't been found. There's no, like, we haven't had gotten the evidence or like. I'm not. And, I'm not certain he's a criminal, dude. I I am certain of one thing. But if they, Deshaun he was, Watson, then they should be able to prove it and yeah, show us it and I'm, tell us why. I'm certain of one thing. Deshaun Watson, weird dude. You know what I mean? Creep. Yeah. I'm certain of that, but that is diff- different than being a criminal. Um, I still find it hard to believe that uh, – maybe this is my own bias, but I still find it hard to believe that an athlete that makes this much money, like, I don't, I don't know, dude. I, I don't want to slip up and say the wrong thing here. Well, It's just like, what's going on, dude? I want I want to see – We the, shouldn't have to guess if Deshaun yeah. Watson's innocent or guilty. Yeah. And, and like – And how is it taking this long? Well, you know so the mean? way that the suspension got handled is that the NFL is represented – then there's a third-party judge in the state of Delaware, um, I think a female, I believe. Yeah. Uh, well, he's not getting tried for crim- anything criminally. Right, right, right. It's for the suspension. Yeah. It's essentially like arbitration in Major League Baseball, but for criminal matters. And this started like around it, the Ray Rice era with Goodell is how this kind of stuff. This, this is the this is the issue I have. Dude. If there's that many girls that say he did this weird-ass shit and they couldn't pin anything on him criminally anything then he should play you know what i mean like he should be able to play it went to a grand jury and they decided not to yeah man which is the, think, how did that happen th- there's so many girls so that tells me he didn't do anything explicitly illegal or he might have been a weirdo or that they can't but, prove it because dude 25 different people making something up it is incredibly rare well i mean when you throw in millions of dollars in possible lawsuit you know. Yeah, but there's also no evidence that they colluded in any way prior to. Well, they are all represented by the same person. Yeah, because it's so a you can class... start to connect the dots here, but 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 that's and I'm not saying that's what one happened. or two people come forward because this number that's 25 now. Yeah, used to be 12, then it was yeah. 15, then it was because people. Well, that's what that that's kind of the clear blueprint to uh to to get money yeah, out. But of somebody, maybe bro, you like... don't want to be the first one out. Like, yeah. Well, I mean it's. 
if you do something like this and you're a famous athlete now in 2022, you can now be black blackmailed by this. And if you were to say, go fuck yourself, I'm not paying you money, that person's only recourse is to come out with that information, whether it's criminal or not, or you're just a weirdo and you have, you're obviously very incentivized not to get that out. So if Deshaun Watson's like, I'm not paying you money, then their best recourse is to get more and more people that he might have done something similar to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe it's not criminal, but it definitely is weird, and they probably can squeeze him for some money. So I think I think a lot of these people are still waiting on a settlement. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. The NFL is going to appeal it. That's my best guess. Maybe he is a fucking criminal. Maybe he needs to be locked up. He's <sighs> not going to appeal it. The Players Association, who re- who's representing Deshaun Watson in the NFL – so I don't, like not the legal stuff, the NFL decision on how many games to suspend him. The Players Association is not going to appeal the six game suspension, even though Deshaun Watson's lawyer was arguing that they and, and the PA were arguing that he should get zero games suspended. Yeah. Deshaun Watson's only gonna lose three hundred and ninety five thousand dollars from wow. this six game suspension, and that is a long way off from what it could have been. Yeah. The NFL wanted a full season. And reportedly, Deshaun Watson was willing to accept eight games or less, and they gave, and the judge gave him six. So the NFL is going to appeal that and try to get it lengthened. Well, I, I imagine that uh, I imagine the that Browns he's just play ready the Falcons. For this to be over, dude. Well, like, of course he is, but I mean, tough. The Falcons are going to host the Browns in that in that stretch too. So you know the Browns are just rolling over the Falcons in that game, dude. No, D- yeah, despite our guy Dean, dude. Oh my God! The defensive coordinator from the Falcons just had a all-time tough guy training camp moment. Let's throw that clip in right yeah. here. Dean Pease, the defensive coordinator for the Falcons. You know, we talked about it before and talked about it a little bit last spring and defense, especially. We're changing a culture around this day going place, okay? And it's not going to be mediocre. It's not going to be average. It's not going to be in the bottom half of the league like it's been 15 out of the last 20 years. Sick of that crap. We got to take charge, and it ain't gonna be anybody else to do it but us. Okay, I'm tired of everybody telling us how bad we are. After a while, you start believing it. Just like you tell you, you never tell your children and stuff like, "Hey, you guys, you don't." You, you get mad at a teacher who says, "You know, telling some kid he's stupid, right?" You don't ever tell somebody that because pretty soon they start believing it. Guys around here on defense sometimes believe, "Hey, 15th is okay or whatever." I've been in the top 10 one time out of the last 20 years. That bullshit's over. Okay, sorry, I'm getting fired up today, but I'm tired of this crap. We're going to change the culture of the defense around this freaking place. People are going to start talking about Atlanta defense like they did at Baltimore, like they did at New England. It's going to be the same shit around here. All right, there he is, defensive coordinator Dean Pease, laying it out that this Falcons team is not a stupid kid in elementary school. The teacher calls him dumb all the time, but he's not dumb. This Falcons defense is essentially like the Ravens. 2,000 Ravens. Well, dude, let me just go ahead and say 85 Bears. It's a ridiculous clip, but I also kind of love it. Like, it kind of gets you fired up, it bro. It does, <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, are, is the Falcons' defense going to be good this year? Almost certainly no. But Yeah, they're almost certainly going to be bad. But, I mean, somebody – he is right, dude, for, like, ever, for multiple regimes now, there does seem to be, like, a, a shitty culture around the defense. Like, why can't they figure that out? You know what I mean? So That's how you know NFL training camps here, though, when – we start hearing the culture change stuff. Yeah. We're going to change the culture around this daggum place. I like it. I like that somebody's pissed, dude. Put up put up eight wins, bro. Get up, get out there. Get, you know what I mean? Like uh Pease is pissed. Yeah. I'm with it, man. Yeah. That goes together. Um all right. Well, Falcons right around the corner. They are 
pretty much going to, I mean, they're assuredly going to be shitty. I think we know that. But we'll still talk about them every week. Unfortunately, we'll bet, have to watch. Bet you the, won't watch them. Bet the over on their wins, though, for sure. Don't do that. There's again. no shot. Don't There's no again. shot that they're the worst team in the league, dude. They won't. They won't let us have that. What is it? There's What's no, the over under? I don't know. Doesn't matter. I'm I'm probably four and a half wins if I had to guess. But there's Sounds no right. shot that they're the worst team in the league. I would bet so much money that they don't get the the number one overall pick. That's that's how this works, bro. You there's so? no chance. Yeah. There's no chance. When they're supposed to be shitty, they're going to win some games. It's just how it goes, bro. You're going to bet the over. I know that. Yeah, of course I am. Um, well, moving on from the Falcons, how about them Bravos? Uh, as we record this Monday at 5 p.m., the latest, greatest trade for the Braves has been Ari Adrianza. Old uh, friend. Bring uh, him on back. Former Atlanta Brave. Great. Yeah. Robinson can know DFA. We don't need to talk about that. Yep. Um, Adrianza gets traded for outfielder. Wait, trade. why don't you want to talk about Cano getting DFA? It's just not that important. We've okay. already wasted enough time. All don't right. you think? All right. Is that okay with you? Yeah, sure. Fucking douche. Who, me or Yeah, Cano? you. Don't say that. I'm just kidding. I did want to bring this up, dude. Uh, Aaron cool. Judge is on pace, and we will talk about this in depth. Aaron Judge on pace for, like, I think 66 home runs right now. Maybe 67. Yeah. Something like that. Austin Riley was still the best player in baseball in July by like a pretty wide margin, dude. That's how friggin' good Austin Riley was in July. The young handsome and, is red hot. Has had just a historic month for the Braves, yeah. like Hank Aaron type numbers. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure it was by like wins added. It was the best performance by any Brave in any month ever. Really? Period. Yes. He, dude, remember when he was plus sixty six. Hundred to win the NL MVP. That was five days ago. It felt like. Yeah, he's plus six fifty, dude. If he keeps even like ninety percent of what he <laughs> no did in way. July, if he does even ninety percent of what he did in July, he's gonna run away with it. He's gonna catch Goldie. It's Goldschmidt minus one fifty five, so still a significant favorite. Then Freddie Freeman right on the heels of Austin Riley, uh, plus eight fifty. Right now, uh, updated August first. Yeah. Um, so is, is he this guy? Like. Young Handsome? Yeah. I think so, yeah. I mean, he's, he's done it for long enough now. Yeah, I mean, he is legitimately ter- I Like, just watching his approach, dude, It first off, he's spraying the ball everywhere. Like, he doesn't swing and miss anymore, it seems like. He doesn't – he's a hard out every single time, and he's still hitting home runs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's crazy to watch, and you can kind of – if you look back, you can kind of see the development of it. Like, his scouting report – a lot of people are giving him like an 80 grade power. You know what I mean? Right. Coming into the minor leagues. And he came up to the big leagues red hot. Yeah. And then went through a prolonged yeah. 220-230 streak. Well, people figured him out. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then he readjusted, I guess. Yeah, that that next year comes around. Uh, he's like a light hitter. He's just basically making contact. You know what I mean? And then obviously last year he put it all together. And now we're seeing that like in real time. Like he is a superstar now crazy so he's obviously red hot ian anderson i thought had one of the bigger I, I think probably unquestionably the biggest regular season start of his career where we're all calling for him to get sent down you know well not us i mean everyone understandably concerned about ian anderson he had put together enough bad starts and then he came out and just had a classic ian anderson yeah. start um feels like he's 49 already yeah like he's already had so many ups and downs in his career um, and he's still basically 19. So I think 
if that happens, if Ian Anderson can give you anything remotely close to what he gave you over the weekend against the Diamondbacks, look now, out. a really bad lineup, yeah. but but still, that's encouraging. I hope Anthopolis doesn't wait too long. I mean, we're recording again Monday, five p.m. Like and it should be said, even Frankie during that Montas sweep, tw- traded. They 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 sweep the they sweep the D backs. Didn't gain any ground on the Mets. Mets though, like they're still yeah. three back. It's yeah. tough. So they get the Phillies two games in Atlanta, then they go. To New York for five games in four days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, they'll get Scherzer in one of the games on Saturday, and then DeGrom presumably on Sunday. Uh, so that is obviously monumental. They're, what, 62-41 and 41, the Braves are, three games back, really four in the loss column Yeah, to the Mets. So five games, you would think, at the very least, you got to win three of five, right? Yeah. You got to try to go three and two. Yeah, and I mean you can't you can't look over the Phillies either. It's a massive. So I think it's a two game series. Yeah, yeah, and they it's, haven't really played well against the Phillies. It doesn't seem like. Yeah, and it's a motivated team too. Like they yeah. could very easily make the wild card. So it's like it's not like they're a hundred games back. And I mean they're not out of it for the division either. I mean it's it would be a long shot, long shot. But no, they're uh, not. But but here's the thing: is like I think the next twenty four hours, man, six p.m. Tuesday is the trade deadline. Yeah. If you're Anthopolis, like you got a lot of credit in that locker room, people are gonna like because of what you've done in the past, they're gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. Um, and I think Schultz wrote a story about that this week that literally players were quoted as saying, "We give them the benefit of the doubt." But you still got to do something. You can't go into after the trade deadline and have Adrianza as your biggest pickup. Frankie Montas has been traded to the Yankees. Yeah. Um, Luis Castillo rumored to the Braves, not really, but he was an option. It felt like he went to the Mariners. Um, that would be huge, man. Yeah, I was so, I was hoping they pulled the trigger on that. But last year they made a bunch of moves that we didn't really expect them to make. But it felt like they did them earlier than this. Yes, they definitely like we're did. under twenty four hours. They now. definitely did. They did it two weeks before the deadline. I, uh, you know, people are saying Brandon Drury from the Reds. I, here's the difference between this year and last year. The cupboard is basically empty on prospects. I mean, you've got Mueller and then uh, Vaughn Grissom made Keith Law's midseason. He's top 60 in baseball yeah. now. So it's but it's not like they have a bunch of studs that they can get rid of right now. But they, Vaughn Grissom, I think, is enough because he's a middle infielder. Yeah. And if we're, you know, you're going to resign Swanson, right? Like you have to, right? Yeah. Uh, Riley, not. A free agent until 2026. Like, Von Grissom's a guy you can get rid of. Yeah. Kyle Muller, too, obviously, but I think you get more back for Grissom. And, point, but it's a matter of, like, is Anthopolis going to be willing to do that? Like, point, does he see a hole in the Braves roster that's worth doing that for? Yeah. I do. I certainly do. I think you definitely need another starter. I think you definitely need another reliever. I would prioritize. Re- I, I, dude. Or with, both with and, Jansen, and, and with it Jansen would be nice being, to have another right f- or right-handed outfield bat. Yeah, it's it's started to feel to me more and more that the biggest hole in this roster is now closer. Uh, I don't want to say that because I I think Jansen's going to get better. I think he's going to be okay, but he has felt real shaky, bro. And uh, yeah, but I, I don't know. I just trust him. Just well, just the idea of him lining up in like a game seven, two men on two out. I don't feel confident in that scenario and that is a very likely scenario you know what i mean oh. or like an important game two men on two out yeah like I'm, that the starts padres just got josh shaky, hader bro. the padres just got josh hader they're yeah. a legitimate threat for the nl wild card yeah god forbid they get juan soto 
you know, who who Juan Soto, by the way, is just hanging over this entire trade market, it feels like, because he just skews it so much. Yeah. It's just a Moby Dick out there with a bunch of little Finding Nemos, you know? Sea guy, deep sea, deep ocean guy. Like it. Do we want um do we want Aaron Judge to break the sixty one? Because look, that's I not the single season record. No. But, but it's the, non steroid. It's, it's yeah, it's the record that most people look for, I think. Sixty one's a, a mythical note. Like yes. Yeah. And a season is nuts. And I wonder like what does he have right now? Monday afternoon. I think he's at forty two. He's definitely on pace. Forty two, ninety one RBIs, but are they gonna keep pitching to him? It would yeah, it would t- probably take a prolonged slump or an injury. Like, you know if there's I mean? a month left and he has five games to go, like, I would think some teams just wouldn't want it. And they would maybe start walking him, especially if the team's not in a playoff hunt. Like, people uh, are not going to want – you're not going to want to be the team. I don't know if they're going to walk him for that reason, but they're going to stop yeah, pitching to him don't want to. you don't also don't want to be the team that intentionally walks Aaron Judge to deny him history, dude. That's shitty, too. Like, yeah. That's tough, man. Man, we haven't had one of those in a long time. Like, if he's at 59 with, like, seven games to go. Yeah. A week to go. What if the Yankees are 100 games up? Is Aaron Boone going to have to play him? Yeah, man. You have to, right? You have to. But and he's a, a free agent, too. Like, he's just going to get a billion a billion dollars. Would yeah. it be? The number of TVs at Coach's Corner. <laughs> I think I want to see it, man. I Like, I'll be watching those games down the stretch. I think he's going to crush it, though, personally. Well, we'll see. Anything else? What else do we have? It's kind of a light week, dude. It's just a bunch of baseball talk. Oh, live golf. Oh yeah, I wanted to put I put this on the dock. I think live golf. What they wanted to do was wait till after the majors. Yeah, it's working, and they're starting to get some people in. Bubba, I mean, Bubba dude, Watson. That hurts, man. Bubba Watson's a tough one to see go. David Faraday was that another hurts. tough one. At least they didn't take Charles. Yeah. Barkley. God damn, dude. Can I say this? Well, that would have broken up the the best tv show like true on air oh yeah those guys are awesome yeah i uh no dude i i'll say this man i can't i i got into an argument with somebody i don't remember who the other day um actually it was yesterday on the golf course and i just protest to this dude like these guys are millionaires i get it it's a lot of money i get it they only play three days a week but is like nothing sacred anymore like they they want to talk about like the American flag, you know what I mean? Like the anthem, all these guys. But this is so anti-American, and it has to be called that. Like there's nothing. Well, they're doing it for the money. They're doing it for the money, but these are literally people that may have been tied to 9-11. This money might have been tied to 9-11. You know what I mean? Is there a moment in your life where you felt more American than that day? You know what I mean? No. But... So it is like patentedly just wrong in my opinion just wrong i understand taking the money i like to think if i were them i wouldn't do it and i'm definitely pulling for guys like jt uh guys like rory i mean i i can get behind that sentiment you know do you want those guys to be banned from the majors no no i want to see them lose i want to see them lose yeah i I also am rooting against them but i don't want to see them get banned from the majors because then that dilutes the product i just think every other aspect of life that's it's okay to do things for the money we don't shame people for doing things for the money would you kill somebody for the money no but okay so like there is a line they didn't kill people i know but they took money essentially they're just playing golf yeah they did but but that happens all the time people make decisions based on money i know and it's okay to call that out as wrong and i think a lot of people okay I think a lot of people uh, 
shy away from that, especially in media. When, I mean, well, I watched two rounds of the Live Golf this weekend on YouTube. Yeah. Am, is that cool? I don't know to support I, it. I, I, I don't. I still don't know how I feel about it. I'm not watching it. Personally. It does make me feel a little icky. It's yeah, but it's like it's good golf. Have like you, Tony Finau. Have you read up? Great on, story on PGA, but have you read up on this guy, the the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia? Have you, have you read up on any not of like recently, but yeah, early, when all this stuff was happening, yeah, a lot. I mean, like yeah. everyone else did. That, it's, I, it's just you know like, what though is if the if live golf, if Saudi Arabia's goal was to make people not hate them by having this, it has magically failed. Yeah, because nobody, including me, nobody was talking or thinking about Saudi Arabia. Yeah, nobody. They weren't even on our mind. Yeah, like maybe they should have been, but they weren't. They weren't in the news at all. We never talked about Saudi Arabia. It's then tough, they man. do this and they bring all this attention to themselves. That certainly hasn't worked. If that's what what their goal was, I don't know. It's it's tough, man. I don't think I'm going to watch. I don't blame anyone for watching. Uh, I, I'm still working on my opinion of this. Uh, like, it's just like it's kind of crazy that something like this can happen. You know what I mean? And it it's yeah. It shows the failure of like the TV model that the PGA Tour hasn't grown how it needs to to pay these guys. Like, yeah. how can how can this country outspend America? You know what I mean? And American corporations? How is it possible? You know what I mean? That's nuts. Uh, yeah, that is something because like we don't have somebody that could, like what if Musk or, or we absolutely we do. have people right? Yeah, but we don't. It, it's it's basically or one. Bezos. It's basically one country funding this it's not just one person you know what i does mean does bezos have like the amount of money that the i don't Saudis have? I, don't, I don't think so is that i don't think so because it seems like they just have an unlimited amount of money they do they do it's gotta be and from it oil just keeps coming in yeah it is yeah it's they it's state-controlled oil thanks joe biden yeah it's state-controlled oil and yeah here we go <laughs> paying them for it you know what i mean christ uh it's it's tough man uh i i don't know i uh you it feels something? like there should be an american response to this though you know something? Like, well, maybe we sent. It's just Pelosi. not high up on the list of. We sent Pelosi over there. Yeah, she can send. She's, out a, she's on her way to Taiwan right now. Yeah, she told it. I mean, literally, there's not one person that doesn't know that politics. The whole the politics center, dude. That's who we are. Dude. Yeah, that's why the people come here. That's who here. we are. Um, any takes on Brittany Griner? Um, yeah, I do, dude. <laughs> Let's go. I do. Let's go. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people like. You're tr- she's a criminal. You know what I mean? A lot of people that smoke weed, mm-hmm. a lot of people on my social media feed that smoke weed and hand up, I don't smoke weed, notably. Everyone knows this. Uh, You've used the word notably a thousand times. Yeah, dude. You've reached the quota. Yeah. All right. I'll stop using that one. Uh, a lot of people Thank that you. smoke weed, straight up calling her a criminal for sneaking on a weed pen, I find that tough. You know what I mean? It's so politically motivated. It was a lot of weed pens, but yeah, you're right. Like, it's nuts for people not to want Brittany Griner to be back in the Yes. Game. Like, I've seen people sharing stuff like, I hope she rots in jail over there or something. And it's like, dude, what? Yeah. Like, you're mad. Now, should we start war with Russia? Over Brittany Griner? No. I don't know. Like, I don't no. want to do that. No. No, no, no. Millions will die. So, no. Right. So, so no. No. All right. Uh, I also, on the flip side, I do have a problem with people saying if this was LeBron James, uh, she would be out right now. One, I don't know that, first off. Like, if they had LeBron James, like, they could 
all the Michael Jordan fans would be posting the same stuff. I hope he rots in jail. <laughs> That's had, what you get if, for Space Jam too. If, if That's they, what you get. If they had LeBron James, dude, we would just be at their mercy right now. Like the, the American public would be so outraged. Yeah. So like, uh, let's pause there. And she's not LeBron James, dude. If they had me, like it, you wouldn't be saying that about Brittany. So like, I, I don't know. Like, well, if you're in jail right pause. now for a weed related offense, then you gotta wonder, man. We just traded a Russian prisoner yeah. of i don't know if it's prisoner of war but a russian like asset that we had yeah he was, we, he was and, and, he and was you're in jail trader. but you're in jail for like an eighth of weed or something like <laughs> you gotta be thinking tough, like dude. what come and get me dude <laughs> i don't cost nearly that much <laughs> it's tough dude i uh i'm glad she's home uh or she's on her way home right i don't know she might have caught a ride with who knows Okay, I'm not caught up on those. Maybe I haven't, I haven't read up on it either. But uh, <laughs> well, I, obviously neither one of us are really greatly versed on this. Honest to God, I I do hope uh, everything goes smoothly, and I I do hope they make an exchange. Like, uh, bro, just the reactions have been tougher than the actual situation to me. Like, like most it is, things. Yeah, it has been. Uh, it's ugly. It's ugly in America right now, bro. Like, we are so divided. We can't even agree on getting somebody home. Calling her, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, dude. Yeah, and then the the outrageous takes from the left too, just like put it over the top for me. It's, oh yeah, it's because she's gay. It's because she's black. That's why she's right, not bad, dude. dude. Just a prisoner war, man. And also, Come on. can we can we just say that she's a dumbo for trying to she's sneak a fucking moron? And maybe she was set up. Through. Maybe she was set up. But still, it's but, like you can say all that. Like dumbos don't deserve to be locked up in Russia forever. Exactly. Yes. That's not what... Both things are true. <laughs> yeah. Both things are true. And also the w, WNBA, and not that popular. Also, it's she's not locked up in Russia because she's gay and black. All right? Stop it, dude. How do they find it. you on Twitter? <laughs> find me on Twitter at Spencer Maddox underscore. Don't you dare forget that underscore, Trav. How do they find you? At Jadon Sports for me, at Podcast Grits for the show. On Instagram, The Hot Grits. Uh, check us out on From Behind the ba- From Behind the Barcast last week on YouTube um, with the guys from Tybee, Paxson, and Clint. Um, let's see, Spencer, until episode 127, stay safe. Wash your hands, you filthy animals. Peace.
Savannah's premier indoor baseball training facility, SBPA is owned and operated by Ross Howard, and together with instructors who have played college and professional baseball, Ross and SBPA offer customized instruction year-round for baseball and softball players, full-length batting cages, pitching mounds, and a state-of-the-art technology to measure improvement are just a few of the highlights over at the Academy. Call Ross at 912-484-5282 and visit the Savannah Baseball Performance Academy on Facebook for programs, teams, camps, and more information about how to take advantage of this great venue. Savannah's only year-round indoor baseball facility, Ross Howard, our guy, give him a call, 912-484-5282. Commercial and residential electrical services that you can trust. Braddy Electric is Savannah's number one electrical services for commercial and residentials since 1970. It's family owned and family operated. Reach them today at 912-233-1561 or 1104 East 35th Street. Braddy Electric, that's two D's, B-R-A-D-D-Y. Five stars on Yelp, five stars on Google reviews, and Savannah's number one electrical servicer since 1970. Call them today, 912-233-1561. 